Decidedly Dry Season 4 starts now. You're listening to Decidedly Dry. I'm your host, Jess Steitzer. This is the sober podcast where we actually focus on the good. Amazing, right? We spark inspiration, we try to provide some hope, and we help motivate you. I promise to always keep it real, provide some dry humor, and remind you every episode why sobriety is truly a superpower. You can always find the show notes and check out the blog over on decidedlydry.com. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's get started. Well, hello, you guys. It is so great to be here. Welcome back to the show. I hope that you are just doing amazing and that your summer has been totally awesome. I guess that is if you're listening to it when this is being recorded. (laughs) Mine has been filled with fresh air, watching my boys play baseball, playing board games, and just enjoying the slowdown. Actually, I got to be honest, it hasn't felt like a total slowdown, but I sure do appreciate not setting an alarm right now. Anyways, okay, today I have a really juicy topic for you. We are going to chat about how and when to talk to your kids about alcohol. Now, as I hope you know, I hope this doesn't come as a surprise, you guys, but I am actually not a doctor. (laughs) I am not a professional, but I am a mom who has had some great chats with her children about this topic, and I thought it might be a great one to bring here on the show. Along with my personal experience, I've done a little bit of research for this episode, and I'm thrilled to share it with you. So listen with an open mind, take what you want, and leave what you don't. Sound fair? (laughs) All right. Before we dive in, this is just a friendly reminder that Decidedly Dry is not on social media. I know, it's insanity, right? But actually, it's been a beautiful and amazing decision. The reason I mention it is I want you to know how to stay in contact with me between episodes. I am currently pouring all of my creativity into this here podcast and my new revamped blog. I'll be pouring my thoughts, tips, and energy into blog posts and am super excited for you to read them. I will link that in the show notes below. Also, if you enjoy the show and want to show it just a little bit of love, there is two ways or there are two ways that you can support it. Number one, probably the easiest and fastest, is just leave it a five-star rating and a great review over on Apple Podcasts. It seriously just takes a couple minutes to do, and it helps the show tremendously. You can also help cover production costs with a small donation. That link will be in the show notes as well. Also, that being said, I want to take a quick minute to send a huge thank you to Tammy and to Karen. Your generosity is so appreciated, and I am sending you both huge hugs. All right, my friends, let's get started on this episode. So first things first, before we actually start talking about 
you know, having the talk, no, 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 (laughs) not the birds and the bees talk, the alcohol talk, you may be asking yourself, but when is the appropriate age to begin that conversation? Great question. Many might believe this type of heart-to-heart could wait until high school, but actually, according to the Academy, or excuse me, American Academy of Pediatrics, speaking to your children about drinking should happen by age nine. I know, it seems kind of young. I mean, I personally know a nine-year-old, and we'll keep them anonymous, who still has to be reminded to shower and still sleeps with a stuffed animal. Now, you're telling me that that beautiful, innocent mind is ready to talk about alcohol? The answer is yes. This is the age that kids begin to think positively about alcohol. This is all thanks to the wonderful ads and shows and movies that portray alcohol as fun and social. That being said, if possible, talk about alcohol use with your kids early and often as they grow up. Parents, including myself, sometimes underestimate how ginormous of a positive effect we can have on our children's choices about drinking. Now that we know when to have these chats, here comes the important one. How? How do we navigate these chats? While I know that every kid is different, every parent has a different style of parenting, I'm going to give you just five reminders or ideas to consider. You ready? All right, here's the first one. Keep it simple and short. Preschoolers are not quite ready for a lot of information about alcohol, but you definitely can take advantage of the opportunity to not drink, be active, and eat a healthy, colorful diet. Once kiddos are around, oh, four to seven, talk about alcohol when it comes up, but do this naturally. No need to sit everyone down for a formal, intense dinner table presentation or speech. In fact, I read somewhere that the attention span for a child averages out to be, oh gosh, like two to three minutes for each year of their age. Rather, if you and the kids are watching TV and an ad for alcohol comes on, you can just take that as an opportunity. You can, you know, just ask casually if they know how drinking affects the body. No need to go into a crazy spiel here either. Just keep it simple and say something like, oh, alcohol slows down the body and the mind. Or it makes it hard to know things like when water is too deep or a car comes too close. And it just gives people stinky breath. Those are just examples. So you could take what would be most appropriate or what you are most comfortable with with your children. Now, don't be surprised if there are some follow-up questions like, but how come it's okay for grown-ups to drink, but not kids? Tackle this one by saying something like, oh, well, sweetie, alcohol can damage a growing body, and it increases the risk of drinking problems later in life. As they get older, you can elaborate way more. For example, once they're over the age of nine, Start diving into short-term effects like hangovers, impaired judgment, distorted vision, and more. Also, it's long-term effects, such as liver damage, memory loss, heart, and brain damage. You get the picture. 
All right, the second one is just to set a good example. Transparency is key. I think we all know that our kiddos see and hear everything. You can't hide anything from kids. A lot of times they know things before you even know they know. And a lot of times they internalize everything. If they see, oh, mommy had wine and she is happy, or oh, Dad was stressed and acting kind of mad, but now he's had a couple beers and he seems kind of silly and fun. They see this and instantly think, okay, well, if I'm sad, maybe I need wine. Or if I'm mad, maybe I need a couple beers. I know it sounds ridiculous, but man, this is so true. How we act, what we do, what we say. These are all things our children see nearly every minute of the day, and they will mimic this behavior. Why? Well, because we are their role models. We are their heroes. So I challenge you to realize what kind of beautiful, healthy example we can all set here. All right, another one is coach instead of trying to control. We all know We cannot control our children when they are out of our sight. I know, it stinks, doesn't it? (laughs) However, we can help them become a person who has good values and good judgment. We can prepare them for the real world by raising smart kids with good character. You can coach them with questions like, why do you think it's illegal for kids under 21 to drink alcohol? What would you do if you were in a car and the driver had been drinking alcohol? Why do you think that kids try alcohol? Have you ever been offered a drink? Were you tempted to say yes? Would you be worried about becoming an, or becoming addicted to alcohol or drugs? Listen hard to their responses and I would imagine you'll quickly learn a lot from their answers. All right, have practice conversations with your child. What I mean by this is do some practice scenarios that they might encounter where they might have to make a tough decision. For example, if someone offers them a drink, what are they going to say? Just like you have been practicing your response in this sober journey of yours, it's going to be crucial that our children have a line that they feel comfortable and confident in using when put in this situation. Here are some ideas. No thanks, I'm the driver tonight. No thanks, I don't drink. No thanks, playing for the football team is way too important for me. And no thanks, I'm actually allergic. Having a go-to line can help them be prepared and not have to be caught in the moment without a plan. All right, I'm almost done. Here's another one. Keep the conversations going always. Not sure how to make this happen? Well, start by making sure that you're a good listener. Give them your full, undivided attention. When they are talking to you, whether it's simple or complex, Show them that you are really listening. Otherwise, they might feel like their information isn't valued and that you don't really want to hear it. If this happens time after time, they'll lessen, if not stop, their attempts to communicate with us. Another idea is to focus on spending quality time together. 
I think we can all agree that the best relationships thrive on communication. So if we pour our energy into bonding with our kiddos, you know, doing things that they enjoy doing, whether it be a favorite board game, going fishing, you fill in the blank, you know your child, the more likely that we may just be surprised with what they're willing to share with us. All right, my friends, here's the deal. At the end of the day, it is 100% your choice when and how to talk to your kiddos about alcohol. But after really digging into this topic and listening to my gut, I truly believe that by making open communication a thing in your home, having these tough talks that quite frankly don't really need to be so scary or intense, making sure our children feel comfortable asking questions and can come to us with other difficult topics, to me, is one of the ultimate goals in parenting. All right, you guys, that is it for today. If you found value in this episode, I would love for you to share it with a friend or leave it a, or leave a rating for the show. Leaving those ratings and reviews are one of the only ways I personally get to see and hear how you are enjoying the show. It makes my day and fuels my fire to keep this show going. As always, you can shoot me an email letting me know what your takeaways were from today's episode and let me know if there are any topics that you would like me to touch on. I will link that email address in the show notes. Thanks for being here. I hope this episode blessed you. All right, my friends, that is a wrap for today. Thank you so much for pushing play and hanging with me. If you enjoy this show, the best way to support it is to subscribe and to leave an awesome rating or review over on Apple Podcasts. Grateful for this message and want to show some support with a small donation? Click the link in the show notes and who knows, I may even just give you a shout out here on the show. It sure has been a treat spending this time with you. And just remember, if the only thing you did today was stay sober, you are winning. I'll see you next time.